Good day to you. Thank you for tuning in wherever you're at. Uh, just thank you, Lord. I just thank the Lord for the opportunity to bring forth a message for you today. I pray this message will go into your heart, through your ears, and it'll, it'll bring a great understanding and a great thing to you, maybe expand your horizon quite a bit. I believe that's probably the thing. Uh, I might say this uh, opening today, I don't know that I'll title this, but it had something to do with the Spirit of God and the Spirit of America, so I want to uh, pursue that right now. I'll be sharing some things today a little bit different. Uh, I, I want to get something over to you that, that could be very powerful for your own life, in Jesus' name. And if it's powerful for you in your own life, it'll be powerful for, for this nation. So thanks for Thanks for joining. Uh, this is a message I, I hope that you'll share with many others. If it, if, if it rings a bell with you, just imagine th those out there that it'll ring the bell with. So I'm going to start out with a few, few things that I want to share first of all. There's some notably, notable events, and I will hit those briefly, and then I'm going to tell you a, a couple stories uh, about some things. Uh, uh, notable events were things like the first landing in 1607 at Virginia Beach at the mouth of uh, Chesapeake Bay, where they planted a cross on the, on the beach right there and dedicated this land to the Lord Jesus Christ. Another one was at Plymouth Rock a few years later, did the same thing. And I'm told there was also, well, I know this in history, there were some believers hit this continent even back around uh, 1100 A.D. Uh, Leif Erikson, put some churches in, in Minnesota and so on. So I want to talk about that. But here, my... my oh, Today, I want you to see yourself involved with this nation. Now, you say, well, Gary, why, you know, I live here, or if maybe you're in another nation, but it, I'm talking about the United States of America this day and, and those around you. But I want to share a couple things that are very personal to me. Uh, you know, I, I, I guess, and I don't always talk about myself very much, but I've had some experiences uh, that I want to share right now because it may drive some things home for you because based on our current situation in this land, okay? I'm not out there somewhere uh, with some uh, great speech or some great uh, sermon about far the way, the way out there somewhere. This is something that needs to strike a chord with you this day and those around you. So let's talk about, uh, this is going to be about me just for a little bit. I grew up in a, in a certain time. You know, a lot of people talk about the great generation, uh, people that, the, the men and women in World War II. Well, you know what? There was a generation came right after them that, that basically were infused with this same spirit because our parents were of that generation. I'm of that generation. And so there, there are others of you out there. It, our generation wasn't too bad either. We were infused within, with patriotism. We just didn't think anything about serving our nation in the military or some form. Some people served in other ways, and that's fine. But I happened to serve in the military. Never gave it any thought. Went to college, talked about ROTC. Yeah, I'm in. You know, why not? Of course, there's another thing there. They had a draft. So if you, if you uh, realize that if you graduated or, or you didn't make it through college, you might get drafted. Well, and nobody really worried about that. They thought, well, if I have to serve, I'll have to serve. It was in our hearts. Okay, now let's just move along here a little bit. I went in the military, uh, got a commission, of course, and in a, a, a you know, few months, a year or so later, I found myself in uh, Germany. 
and I happened to be in the military intelligence there. I wasn't a spook. I was a communicator, but I, but I had a big function with communicating things back and forth across the border. Some of you watching right now probably aren't even aware much about the, the, the border where the uh, Soviet Union had a border there, East Germany. You couldn't cross over. So at one point, I'm sharing an experience right now, not my history, but an experience. It is in my history. I was flown in because of my a lot of security clearances are very sensitive. They flew me in for some inspections there with some of our operations in Berlin. But if you don't know this, Berlin was surrounded totally by uh, East Germany at that time. But it, Berlin was free. Well, in that experience, there was a time, because of my clearances, I couldn't cross over. Some people could. They could cross over for a little bit uh, if they wanted to. Uh, n not the citizens, but people like myself, except that, again, my clearances. But I had an opportunity to stand on that wall. Now, I want you to listen to me. I was standing on the wall in free Berlin. I was looking across a, a, like a large uh, opening there that was probably, I don't know if I remember, and you can look it up and you can tell me, probably... Um, 100 yards across or less, maybe 50 yards. On our side, I saw these people lined up in free Germany. They were looking across that great chasm, that great ditch or whatever it was, because there was two fences, two walls, not just one there, there were two. And I, they were looking across at their neighbors, their friends, their families who were not free, they were living in communism in East Germany. And if they, if they tried to cross over from East Germany, I watched them. I saw armed guards walking continually to stop them with force if anybody tried to become free. I saw that. I mean, you didn't see that, probably. Some of you did. There may be other soldiers, German, uh, veterans watching this that saw that thing. But I saw this. And I thought about, we don't want that in this nation. We want to be free. But you know what? We all have to be involved with this idea. <laughs> it can't just be a couple people out there uh, want it or some politicians. We all need to get a hold of this. This could be our future if we don't stand up and fight. Now, I'm not talking about just us and some other people. I'm talking about you and me. We have to get involved with this nation. We have to see something here. I want to give you another experience that will sound a little rough. From there, uh, eventually, uh, the military took me to Vietnam. Yeah, I'm a Vietnam vet. That doesn't really mean anything to a lot of people anymore. Uh, amazingly enough, you know, it's like, oh, that's so far in the past. I, you know, I remember when I was a kid and people tell me stuff that happened 40, 30, 40 years ago. I said, well, that's too far far away. I can't, I can't figure that one out. But I, remember, I was there. Now, it's true that I came home unscathed, at least physically. But one of my experiences where... You know, how do I say this? But I do want it to impact people. But I was in a Jeep one time with, I worked for another gentleman. I was a captain at that time. He was my major. He was my boss, more or less. We were in uh, Saigon, went down on some, some things. We had a meeting down there to do some things. He said, Gary, I want to show you something. 
we go out to Tonsnut Air Base in this huge hangar. And what I saw when we got in that hangar were wooden boxes stacked clear to the ceiling. Now these might have been your family, might have been family of yours, friends of yours, but they were all full of people that had just given their lives for a cause. Now I don't know if this is ringing a bell with you or not, but I want to tell you something. Uh, you know there's an ad out there, church company says I know a thing or two because I've seen a thing or two. I know a thing or two because I've seen a, seen a thing or two also. These memories will never be erased from my mind, ever. And when I stand up and I preach this gospel, and I didn't know the Lord at that time I saw all this, but when I preach this gospel and I think of freedom, I, th I think of this land that we have. God has given us this land. He's given us a great land, but you know what? We have to take possession of it. And I think you already know, you can't trust, you know, the Bible says uh, can't trust in chariots, shouldn't trust in horses, you trust in the Lord our God. That's the truth of it. We have to trust in Him, but we have to stand up and do something. We have to be involved. You know, uh, I don't know how, you know, where to go with this exactly, but you know, if you know anything about Exodus, the Old Testament, there was a time when God brought His people out of, out of captivity. He brought across the land and he said, possess this land. He showed them the promised land. He said, possess this land. Brothers and sisters, I tell you, I believe God gave us this United States of America. But we need to possess it. We need to each one of us say, this is my America. This is mine. This is me. This is mine. I have to take possession of this. I can't just trust some... Buddy, uh, some elected official or somebody that works for the government, I can't trust them. I trust my God, but see, he's trusting us to step up and get involved with him, not only with our belief system, but with our prayers. And, and you know, I'm just going for it today, but, you know, you, if, you've been, if, you're, if you're getting anywhere, you've been listening to some good teaching lately, you need to really step up and pay attention to what's being taught to you by people that really know the word. You don't go into prayer and you go to God and you say, Oh, God, look how bad things are down here. Don't you know that sister so-and-so is having this and they're this and that? No, God knows all this. What he wants to know is who you are, where you're headed with this. He wants to know that you know the Lord Jesus died for you and that blood has been uh, placed in our favor because that blood has everything to do with covenants. Now, let's go back up here to the first landing. Here's another thing that... I've seen with, with Sandy and I both. We, we were introduced to the first landing some years ago. And I bring this up when I'm talking to people. I said, do you know what the first landing is? Never heard of it. Never heard of it. And you know what? Our present situation where they're trying to take away all our history, well, that will become totally obscure. First landing is where people that want to be freed up from all kinds of things came over from Europe with the Spirit of God with them, and they set a cross on the beach at the mouth of Chesapeake Bay, Cape Henry, and dedicated this land to the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, they reiterated this in Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock. In both cases, a covenant was made with God about the United States of America. You know, I say this once in a while. I don't know if people catch it or not, but you know, I've said this before. When the going gets tough in the United States of America, what happens? People rise up. And often I say, well, what's that spirit? 
It's the Spirit of God, and it's the Spirit of an America. It's infused into us. God did it at that time. When those people braved whatever they did, and they weren't, didn't dare do everything right either, you and I don't either. Uh, but at the same time, they set with God a covenant. And that covenant has not been erased. It's not been erased. And, you know, covenants are ratified by blood. And when I think of what I've seen on the battlefield and I've seen here and there, and I'm no hero, don't, hero, don't trust. I, and, and it's not just Vietnam vets. It's all the veterans, all of, all, all, everybody. There's been a lot of blood shed for this nation. Are you ready to give up? this nation for people that don't treasure that? Are you ready to give this nation up for people that don't honor uh, what has been done, the sacrifices to, to keep our freedom? We shouldn't have to restore our freedom. We should get it back with force. These are the exploits that God talks about in his word. Uh, people that know their God shall go forth and do great exploits. I, I want to be an exploiter. I want you to be an exploiter. I want you to take this message seriously. I so do. I, I don't know how to say it, but you know, I thought about too when I was thinking about this and thinking about what the cross really means. I, and I just made this up. I mean, you can say, well, Gary, that you could add something to that or whatever. Uh, one of the things the cross means to me is independence. When that cross was set on that beach at Cape Henry, it's like this land became part of the set-apart ones. When I'm looking at the cross where Jesus died and gave his life for me and you, I'm talking about being a set-apart one. We're set-apart as his people, his children. And you know what? It's through his people he can do mighty acts. He wants to do mighty acts through you. And, and the other thing is innovation. I mean, the Spirit of God has brought great innovation into this nation. You know, one time a few years ago, I saw a great study, and do you know that basically at that time, basically almost every invention was coming out of Christian America. Almost every invention. Now they were stolen. We even had leaders that gave our secrets away. And I won't go any deeper into that, but you see, great innovation. Well, God is not done. The Spirit of God that I'm talking about, He's infusing you right now with some knowledge. And you'd either have to shut this off or turn your back on it and not to receive it, because I'm going to say, receive this innovative spirit, the Spirit of the living God to work through you. Along that, He brought great, great prosperity. You can't argue that. Our land is full of prosperous people. And even with current events, you know, one of the, one of the things that uh, I, I, I think of, and there's been hurt, people hurt recently, and I'm saying that. I know, I know it's true. But are you hurt yet? Are you hurt personally? Probably not. Even it's the hearing of things, the fear of things, that, oh, this could happen, that could happen. Hey, if we get on our horse and ride, you know, if you're a cowboy, which I am, you get on your horse, you don't let that horse just go somewhere he wants to. You make that horse go where you want to. And that's what I want you to, how you, I want you to look at this land and your place in it. Say, well, I'm just little bitty. You know, that's a problem with a lot of people. They just see themselves as little bitty Christian out there that God can hardly find. No, 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 no. There's a mighty God in you, a mighty spirit in you. And the other thing the cross brings up is that strength. Man, you, you, you hug that cross and you hug the blood of Jesus and you thank you for it and you draw on him. I mean, the strength of the Lord. Be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. Glory to God. That's what I want you to get a hold of. You can find that in Ephesians 6, uh, uh, 
of 10, I believe, Ephesians 6, 10, and it goes on through 12, 13, through uh, uh, the weapons of our warfare and, and, and so on. Patriotism. You know, I'm not so much into politics, although I'm in the game, trust me, but I'm into patriotism. My heart's hooked up with patriotism. I, I tell you, from what I've seen and, and, the, and just the experience of it, it's, it's bred into me. Why? Because I came out of a nation birthed of God that has everything to do with our flag and our cross and our patriotism. And, and missions. Hey, you know people right now, and I may be speaking to some of you, because I know this, this message goes around the earth. I know it does. There's people out there because of the missions that were brought forth in this nation that you have a better life. And, and thank God for those people that are gutsy enough to go do it. Well, I come up with another one, and that's valor. Hey, you know, we get out there and fight for this thing. God puts some valor on our life, too. I mean, there's people that, you know, they win medals and so on. I've got a couple, but I'm not so proud of those medals as I am the fact that God has given us a place and, and pride and I'm heroic. I, I take pride in our nation pride in our flag, pride in all those things. I want you to have that because, see, if you own it, you can have pride in it. I know most of you, unless you're a little bit different, have got something you're really proud of. Maybe it's a, a, a knick-knack. Maybe it's a treasure that you found somewhere. Maybe it's a, something you've inherited. I want you to have pride in this nation. I want you to not let the devil take this nation from your heart or anywhere. You know what? God God wants this nation and he wants you very very involved in it. He's not done. And and you know, uh I I will go back just a little bit more. Uh and hopefully this is making sense for you. Makes sense to me. I, I tell you, it makes sense for me to, to stand up right now and thank God for this nation and, and, and quit fiddling around. You know, so many, so many Christians are still, you know, I don't even know if they have such a thing anymore. Uh, but back in years ago, they used to have something called pablum. I don't know if they have that anymore. It's what you feed your babies, you know. Uh, I could ask Sandy, but uh, do they still have that? They have something like that. A lot of you Christians, a lot of you are still eating pablum. You're not getting into the meat of this word. You, you just kind of want to do a little overview prayer and say, well, God, somebody to help us. Well, no, you need to get this word going. There's so much of it out there on, on not just my teaching that I do, but also on YouTube. There's some great faith teaching out there. You need to get a hold of it. But the next thing you need to do is get that Bible open, start reading it. You know, you can take notes. You can get inspired. You can listen to these preachers that just inspire you. They feel so good. And you get done and you don't know anything to do about it. But if you get this Word of God going in your life and you start reading it and meditating it, I've been talking a lot about the Holy Spirit. Well, that Holy, the Holy Spirit is that Spirit that wants to infuse your very being. And if you've gotten born again, you've heard this teaching from a lot. If not, I've shared it many times. Once you ask Jesus to come into your heart, the Spirit of God rushes in with the breath of God, Pneuma. Then that's the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, let me give you another little nugget here. Um, Sandy and I visited this first landing a few years ago. We got introduced to it. Uh, it's on the East Coast, obviously, Virginia Beach area. Uh, we heard about it. We began to pray. We had some time we spent down there, and we prayed about this. And it just seemed like one day, uh, it just seemed like the Lord wanted us to go to that cross. Uh, 
and I will tell the story as it was. There's a, there's a lighthouse there that overlooks that beach. That, it's an abandoned lighthouse now, except you can give a dollar donation and go up, and, up into it. And it was the first federally funded building in the United States of America in 1700 and some. Anyway, neither here nor there. However, when Sandy and I went up there because I felt the Lord put it in my heart to go up there and pray over that cross, because you can still see where the cross was planted. They've moved it now, and they've got a different cross. Obviously, it's not the same one that was there in 1607. However, began to look at that and realize a word came up to me, and it was called root. Root. It was like the saying the Lord was saying, this is the root of this nation. And as I watch that, and you'll have to bear with me, I don't know how you believe or anything like that. You can say I'm crazy if you want to. I don't care what you say about me. But as I saw, I looked out there, I had a very fleeting vision. And some of you listening to the sound of my voice have seen swarms and swarms of blackbirds. I know you've seen them. Sometimes it's just like there's no way you could count them, just swarms of them. And I was looked there, and I saw a fleeting vision of those and they, they were like coming into our land from the east. And it's like, I said to the Lord, what are those? And he says, those are other gods that have been rushed in through various means into our nation. And they brought all kind of things into our nation that shouldn't be here. And as I looked and I said, Lord, what do we do about this? And it was like another sleeting vision as I began to speak about those things. It's like I saw... I saw those blackbirds begin to go back out to sea. Now, they weren't real blackbirds. I can't explain the vision, but it stuck in me, and I said, this is the root of our nation. This is where it started. This is where the first covenant was made with the Lord God Almighty with the United States of America. And, and it's like in our heart, and Sandy and I talked about this. Uh, this is years ago now, but it was like, uh, God help us revive this root and cause a great, great outpouring across this land. And so I'm just sharing something today very briefly. If you wonder when you see my things on Facebook, you wonder where that cross came from, that cross is that cross that's there to this day at that, at that place. Cape Henry, you can look at it. You've seen it many times on Facebook. We took that we took that picture. We videoed ourselves with it, and so on and so forth. But, but but the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, the the fact that He bled for us, He shed His blood for us to bring a lot of freedom to us, healing, and all kinds of covenants that He has for us. But also that great fellowship and brotherhood and I think what I'm trying to get to across today is that this is you and this is me this is our land this land is my land this island is our land do you ever sing that song do you like that song do you mean it this land is my land I take it personally this is my land you know I've I've been around some great intercessors, at least uh, read their materials, and they say, you know, they recommend, and I have to say it's true, when you go into prayer, you have to act like you're the one, the only one praying for a situation. And you don't, you don't go in praying like, God, look how bad it is down here. Don't you see us, God? Don't you see how bad? No, that's got nothing to do with it. You have to see yourself as speaking to mountains. Then you start seeing things rising up in our 
in our nation right now that you know aren't right, you need to speak to the devil behind them. And you say you can get your dander up through the blood of Jesus Christ. You can take the word of God and say, look, Mr. Devil, in the name of Jesus, you're not taking my life. You're not taking my family. You're not taking my city. You're not taking my school. You're not taking this nation. In the name of Jesus, I stand up against you. God is against you. I'm against you. And I drive you right now. With my, I drive you out with my faith in the word of God. See, that's where we have to be. We have to get this in our hearts. Now, if I'm only talking to three people, fine. But if, if I'm talking to ten people, fine. But I know I'm talking to a lot more than that. Some of you say, well, I don't know if I'll listen to you anymore, Gary. Well, that's your problem. You don't have to listen to me ever again. But I'm telling you, if you want God in your life, you want blessings to start happening in your life, if you want to stop the fear that somebody's going to take your life away from you or your freedom, then it's time for you to rise up. You're the one. You know, so Soldiers go out there packed with, you know, we're armed with a lot of training. We're armed with guns and swords and so on. But, you know, the powers in the Word of God, the powers in people that rise up with that Word in their mouth, and they say, no, we're not backing up anymore. We're not going to trust in political parties. We're not going to trust in any of this. We're going to trust in God, and I'm going to ask you, Lord, I'm just, here's how you pray. You say, Lord, I want you to put the Spirit of God in my life right now. I want you to open me up to the revelation of the Word that I need to fight this battle say Lord I know you gave me gifts you gave gifts unto men some have all kind of different callings some have gifts everybody's got gifts just Lord help me sit into my gift let me get strengthen the gift you've given me let me be effective where I'm at wherever that is some are called to preach to the world some are called just to love the neighbor next door I know this we all need to do something we do need to do something some are just called to prayer but but really prayer is not a calling necessarily it's just a, an obligation if you're really interested in getting on. You know, we cannot be apathetic about the Word of God. You know, if there's anything else I missed, I'll look over some, some things here. But I want you to get a hold of this. I want you to say this once more. I want you to hear this. This covenant that God made with our America, it must be infused into your consciousness. The Spirit of God is in is infused in this nation. And again, you wonder, throughout tough times, how, how do people rise up out of nowhere? Men and women, they get, they get energy they didn't know was there. They get a will to fight. <coughs> Say, where'd that come from? Came from the Spirit of God. Came from that infusion. Infused into you. And you know what you have to do? Release it. Turn it loose. Acknowledge it. And knowledge that thing that's in you burning up some days. And you just want to know what you can do about it. Well, it's pretty simple to find out what to do about it. Say, Lord, what do I do with this? I can't stand it anymore. I can't stand this anymore. There's something in me that really wants to be effective and fight the good fight of faith. Help me out, Lord. Give me some scripture right now. Give me something to work with. So praise God. Well, I want, I want to t take this time to thank you for listening today. I pray that you've been impacted today. I really do. I pray you'll see yourself as this is your nation, not somebody else's. You don't, you just... You, you have so much in you. Each one of you has so many gifts in you. And I'm just going to ask you to ask God to activate those in Jesus' name. So be healed today. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Uh, just go find somebody to, to love today, if nothing else. I mean, somebody needs you. Uh, so praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, 
enough said. Love you. Thank you for watching. In Jesus' name.